Devi Parekh. Are you are you competitive? I am not competitive. I'm not competitive. Um I do think I'm driven in certain ways. Um so I think I will I will often set challenges for myself in some way. They might be fairly arbitrary. They might not be the kinds of challenges that most people um set. And I have high standards for certain things that I care about. I like executing well on on certain things, but I feel like all of that comes from more an internal thing like an a benchmark that I set for myself and then I might try and do better than that or uh, keep track of that and so on. Um so yeah, I think it is there is a drive um but it's yeah, it's not from external entities yeah i don't think it's influenced by external entities i guess there's a little bit of a nuance there so for example when i might look at people as role models um and so when for example when we first got our uh, our tenure track faculty position at virginia tech i remember thinking about who are the other assistant professors who are four or five years ahead of me for example people like kristen grauman um and others and i would look at what is it that they have done and what have they gone after and what are sort of things on their cv that to me, that 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 stand out to me um and i will make a note of that and i'll i'll make sure that i go after those things as well um but i don't think it comes from a sense of competition i think it comes more from like in this case thinking of someone as a role model ray muni are you competitive ray sure just i don't know extremely so but you know so i we've actually had this discussion before i i'm not quite sure i'm comfortable with all this stuff being online but that's okay Uh we had this discussion I think vision people are much more competitive than NLP people. Hmm. Uh, Interesting. I thought remember we had some discussion about this at EMNLP when it was here in Austin because that was the first time you guys came to a NLP conference, right? Mm-hmm. You know, vision people they have these benchmarks, you know, it's our image like, oh, we got to get this percentage on that, you know. I find vision people are more competitive than NLP people. NLP people are are more like, wow, that's a cool language problem. What have you been working on? you know and they're less i usually call this you know leaderboard chasers or whatever now unfortunately deep learning has even turned nlp people into leaderboard chasers which mm-hmm. they weren't historically as much into right but they caught that from you guys it's like this disease i actually do say deep learning is a disease and i got it from vision people you know and it spreads more rapidly than covid <laughs> so yeah. so and- I, i think you know the story that my i i was off on sabbatical at microsoft and my student Shuba was staying in the bay area with her husband and I said oh take you know use this time to spend some time with the Berkeley folks that we've been working with with Trevor and his group so she spent one day a week over term and this is the fall of 2014 and she caught deep learning fever dramatically during that time which you know unlike catching covid is largely a good thing mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and she came back and contaminated my other students with deep learning fever um and you know so to a large extent it's been a good thing but i think there are downsides of this era that we're living in and i used to say this you know i lived through the ai boom period of the 80s when i was a grad student and so i've been through that i've been through all the seasons and been through winter so one of my lines now is ai winter is coming <laughs> not quite sure you got to watch game of thrones to get the joke on that one yeah um but ai winter is coming um i don't know when exactly and i'm actually sort of looking forward to it uh because the, this period is just crazy right there's too much stuff going on 
It's like the number of papers that are getting submitted are extreme. The reviewing quality has gone to crap because of that, because we don't have enough reviewers to review all these papers that are being submitted. And it's gotten very competitive. Like I said, everyone's chasing leaderboards and you get scooped easily. This is another thing. So, you know, my student Ashwari was working on, you know, and again, you scooped us on this. You know, not surprising, we came back from, you know, a bunch of people did. It wasn't just you guys, but, but you know, we came back from what, UNLP in Brussels. And that was the people were, Bird hadn't even published it, right? It would appeared on archive like weeks before that meeting, right? And everyone at the at UNLP in Brussels is talking about Bird, 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 Bird. You know, so Ashwarya was there. She had a paper there and she started talking to me. Hmm, what if we did this bird type thing on language and vision stuff, right? And then she started working on it when she got back. But then by the time she was starting to get something, boom, you look on archive the next day, there's like 10 papers on how to use transformers to integrate language and vision, right? And it's, ah, crap, I knew we were going to get burned on this, right? You know, so it's like, it's so easy to get scooped too. So that, you know, it's great that we're having all these new people rush into the field. There's all this activity. There's been a lot of progress, but it doesn't lead to the most thoughtful you know, and a scientifically rigorous um, progress. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Uh, and I agree with you. I, I don't, I can't imagine another field uh, or a justification for why there have to be 10 vision and language board papers. Uh, I can imagine the value of uh, diversity and maybe two, three, but 10, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, we all work on things that excite us and look like they're promising at any given point. So, I mean, obviously, I would never say that people don't have the freedom to work on what they, they, they desire. But, but it, it's the craziness of the time we're living through that you really have to find some niches where you, because that's, that's actually terrible. And, I, you know, when I try to start in this, I said, hey, you know, you're likely to get scooped on this because this is not like rocket science. I'm sure other people are working on this. Uh, you know, cross-modal attention. We sort of discovered that idea like 10 other groups did, right? Duh, you know, um, and, uh, you know, so, you know, we knew it was risky going into it, uh, but, uh, but yeah, so I mean, again, I don't want to be too negative about all of this. I think there's a lot of benefits to the boom and the craziness we've been going through in deep learning fever, but, but uh, there's also down, there's a lot of downsides yeah. to it as well. Danny Tarlow. Are you competitive, Danny? I think it depends on what. Um, I think there's lots of things that I'm not competitive. Like we could play a game, and you know, it's for fun, and so what? And like, there's no nothing that. I think sometimes I'll run into something where it's like, hmm. Like, I think there's some strategy to that game or something, and I really want to figure it out. And like, um, you know, I might want to play again if I lose, and maybe if I lose again, I'll want to play again. And like, sort of that maybe is the manifestation of some amount of competitiveness. Kyungyun Cho. Are you, are you competitive, Kyungyun? I'm actually very, very not competitive at all. I really don't think too much about the what others do uh, that are similar to what I do and then I try to stay ahead of them or anything like that. I don't really worry about it. I do worry a lot about what others might think of me. Uh, so it's not really about the competition against others, but you know, it's like the competition against myself perceived by others. Hmm. Thing, yeah. hmm. uh, Interesting. Ruzbe Motagi. Are you competitive, Ruzbe? 
competitive? Uh, sometimes yes, sometimes no. It like really depends. Really depends on the uh, really depends on the contest uh, uh, on the context. So uh, sometimes uh, it's uh, yeah. It, it depends. It depends. Like, uh, but usually uh, on uh, on average, no. I'm, I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a competitive person. And uh, and uh, yeah, if like somebody wins a competition that or like uh, does something, I, I I I it makes me happy that that yeah that that guy uh, uh, that guy succeeded and, and and so on. So it's it's in in general, yeah. That's uh, I'm not I'm not a competitive person. Hmm. Judy Hoffman, are you competitive, Judy? I am competitive, um, probably most competitive with myself. Um, I set really high standards uh, and have a hard time recognizing when something went well. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely uh, focus in on the parts that could have been better. Yeah, yeah, that, uh, that resonates. Uh, I, I, I know what you mean. Where the, the things that went well, you sort of brush aside and you don't focus on, but it's all the things that didn't go well that your mind tends to get drawn to. Right, exactly. Like exactly. And actually, as a grad student, that was a pretty hard personality trait to have because you don't get a lot of positive, like objectively positive feedback throughout the process. So that's yeah. kind of one of the things I tend to always tell people if I'm on a panel or talking to my students in my lab is just... Uh, force yourself to celebrate when something positive happens <laughs> so you can really let it sink in. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Andrew Fitzgibbon. Are you competitive, Andrew? Uh, yes, pretty much. Um, uh, I've become a pretty good loser, uh, <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I, I Go-karting is something where I'll really just, you know, get race face on. And I do it only once a year. It's not like I do it all the time. But, you know, it's absolutely sort of, you know, total <laughs> focus. Um, uh, ski racing, I love. It's just, you know, again, absolutely mind emptied of any other concept other than, you know, get through the gates. And um, and this is why I keep pausing about the question, because it's not, I don't particularly care about beating the other people but I like passing a benchmark. And if there are other people against whom I can benchmark, then of course I much prefer to be, you know, yep. past the benchmark and in first place than, um, than behind. But um, yeah, there's, there's this distinction. I don't know if I'm using the right terms, but between uh, active competitions and races, right? Like, but you, it's not zero sum. Other people's losses don't hurt you, don't uh, help you directly, but them setting a faster time gives you something to shoot for. So yeah. As Interesting. Common. So you mean, you mean like sort of Strava style, like not competition, but competition or? No, I actually mean like, uh, like in a in a race you don't actually get to interfere with any other person on the track so it's not like their losses uh, are directly your I see, wins I see. it's, it's yeah. not zero sum in that nature um, in fact there uh, somebody else or a competitor setting a better time just uh, sets a higher benchmark for you so it's yeah indeed and if two competitors accidentally paced you you know, if one went too fast early on and then one went too slow early or whatever, then then that might um, be helpful. Yeah. Um, 
that's funny actually because we were talking about Formula One earlier, um, and I, you know, before this exciting race, I was thinking, oh, Formula One's getting really boring. And recently, I watched the America's Cup yachting, which now is exactly the same. Amazing engineering, like beautiful engineering, and again, you know, sports people now in little teams. Um, but there, there's a funny factor because every race is just one on one. It's just two boats in every race. And they absolutely, it's absolutely understood that you need to beat the other team, not mm. race your own race. I mean, sometimes you race your own race, but there's, there's, and I guess that's super competitive. That's, uh... Giorgio Shaksari. You think you're competitive, Giorgio? Oh, yeah. Yeah? I do. Okay. Uh, competitive, I would say competitive in the sense that I, I like for things to be successful. I don't know. No, I don't think I'm competitive with other people or other, um, like, I don't have faces or anything like that. But, you know, I am, like, I I, I want, I, I like things to be impactful. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know if that's the same. Yeah, maybe you're competitive with past versions of yourself. And so it's less yeah. about other people. Right, correct. Akshara, Rai. Are you competitive, Akshara? See, all of these questions, I feel like there's no black and white answer. You which, know? Is fine, which is fine. You can you can respond with a with a contextual explanation and an intermediate response. Yeah. But I feel bad because I feel like I'm copping out on all the questions so far. But uh, um, I think I'm not competitive. I would say that, you know, um, there are times when I do, I guess, um, more than competitive, I have the habit of comparing myself to other people. Um, and like, that is a bad, uh, bad habit, basically, which um, I want to overcome. So yeah, I would say not so much competitive as kind of insecure with regards to other people sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Are you competitive, Rao? Ah, that's a very interesting point. Um, I think I am. I think I am. Um, I don't necessarily, well, I mean, again, I, I grew up in India um, and went through all these competitive exams and so on. Um, I, if I'm not mistaken, you probably yeah. went to JEA too. So actually, in, in one of the things that helped me was, you know, in fact, I didn't know the whole um, JE myth when I just took it because I was one of the first people to have taken it from my town and so on. But I think in general, sort of some level of competitiveness is there. But one of the interesting things is I have friends who are so much more competitive that I think it's almost um, cartoonish compared to me. So I think I'm, I wouldn't say that I'm not competitive. Um, my wife thinks I'm competitive. I think I'm not at all competitive with respect to many other people I know, but yeah, it just sort of comes with the territory, I think, so. Adriana Kovashka. Are you competitive? Probably, but I don't feel like I am. I I don't think I'm, I don't feel like I'm ambitious, which I guess relates to being competitive. 
Um, I mean, I probably am ambitious, but I don't feel like I am and I don't, yeah, I, I don't feel like I'm especially competitive. Aaron Kurwell. Are you competitive, Aaron? Am I competitive? Ah, mm -hmm. uh, good question. I think in certain respects, I am. Yeah, I, I think I think I am. Uh, not in all respects, but in certain respects. There's things I care about, and in those things, I think I am a little competitive. I don't I don't love that about my personality, but I think I, I am a little competitive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For example, for example, I, I won't. And, and, and you know, this is just between you and I and who's ever listening. Uh, I, I refuse now to, to race my daughter, um, I, even at sprinting at this point, because I know she's going to beat me. <laughs> I just won't do it anymore. Because the last time we raced was like a few years ago and, and I beat her. And so she's just itching to race, <laughs> to have, to have a, a sprint and I, I just won't do it. Until I feel like I have a competitive advantage, which I think will be a very, very long time, if ever at this point. Jonathan Bisk. Are you competitive, Jonathan? I used to be. Um, I, I used to be more so, and at some point, and I'm not saying I'm perfect at this, but at some point um, I decided that that was not fruitful. Um, I think that there's, I think the competitive takes two forms. So I think that there are things that I do that would be viewed as competitive. Yeah. So for example, like, do I think that I have a important vision for sort of the direction of the field or something like this? And it involves, you know, articulated objects that habitat can't handle. Um, no, <laughs> no, like, you know, like, so do I have strong opinions about things? Sure, but, but competitive, is sort of different, I think, to me, because competitive is sort of like, I need to win because it's me or mm -hmm. something like this. And, and, and that, that isn't, that's sort of, uh, I'm trying to figure out how to, I, I want, I'm trying to figure out if there's a politically correct way to say this. Um, I mean, okay, I'll just say it like this. That's my father. <laughs> like, you know, like my, 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 you know, my father views politics, for example, as like, as like sports teams, you know, like he has his team and, um, and he needs to win no matter what. And so his team needs to win. No matter what. And that means that what he stands for changes with has, with his team, you know, mm. and, and stuff like this. So I watched that for a really long time. And I, in, in initially, I said the reason I used to be competitive is that I think that when you're born into a system like that, you, you, you sort of default into like, well, this is kind of the norm. This is the sort of role modeling that I had. And so like he took, he took um, a leaning to the right and I took a leaning to the left and those became um, um, we became sort of archetypes for that. And that was the nature of our debates. And that's who we were in this kind of like uh, my team versus your team kind of way. Um, and uh, at some point it basically became clear that, that, that it was hard to be competitive and still maintain an identity. So the person that I, <laughs> this is maybe a weird psychoanalyzing of myself slash father, but like um, I watched him drift and like now believes things that he would never, his former self would never have believed. And I don't mean in a positive uh, sense because the official party guidelines shifted. 
And so therefore he had to shift because the team shifted. And, and, and that was really uncomfortable to me, or it is uncomfortable to me to sort of have seen all of that um, versus sort of being evidence-based or whatever else and being like, okay, well, I was just wrong. And so it's taken me a really long time. Again, I'm not gonna admit, I'm not gonna say that I'm good at this, but um, a lot and lot of practice of saying, I'm sorry and I'm wrong, like right. I messed up. And, and, there, and trying to therefore break me of the notion of being competitive or being right. Mm. Like, sure, it's nice to be right. But I think the main thing is that like, if, you know, if I say whether it's research or whether it's, you know, someone's experience or human rights or whatever it might be, if someone shows me evidence that indicates that I was wrong, like then I just have to, I just need to admit that and I need to change, right? I mean, like, I think that's like, and, and, so, and so that means I think it's very hard to be competitive and maintain a healthy attitude about, about um, being wrong. Mm-hmm. And so uh, maybe that's like a longer complicated answer, but, but that's, so I think that's kind of where I'm hopefully making progress on and hopefully will continue to make sort of progress on um, and, and, and decoupling that from any sense of self. So this is, I think, related to this question of sort of like, you know, do, do, do you experience regret? I think this is like another one of these, um, um, these similar kinds of questions. And I always, you know, claim that what I'm trying to do is, is, is live up to a notion that I, that I don't, because you can, if the person that made the decision had no, like, that you did at that time, had, had, did it to the best of their ability, then you can't regret the decision. Like you, you did what you, you know. And so I feel like it's sort of the same thing with competitiveness and other and being wrong and stuff like this, right? Like, like that person doesn't exist anymore. That person that was me five years ago, um, you know, maybe I don't agree with them on a lot of things, but like I also sort of can't feel too bad about it because it's not sort of helpful. The most, the main, the the only thing that's helpful is to figure out what was necessary for me to change so that I maintained that. And then also if I was trying to explain or, you know, help others um, uh, through these things. I don't know. That's kind of a, (laughs) not sure how well this stream of consciousness is articulated, but hopefully makes sense. It it does. Uh, And I, I, one quote that I came across that resonates with a lot of what you're saying is, uh, it's more important to be right than have been right, which means that if you come across a piece of evidence that shows you otherwise, then, well, just think of yourself after that piece of evidence and now you've found the truth. It's not yeah. important that you were there all along. So, yeah, I see what you're saying. Sasha, Josh. Are you competitive? I think I'm relatively competitive, but I think maybe on the lower side uh, for academia. Um, I think that I like being competitive in a kind of fair environment. So if it's sports or like uh, kind of people playing on a fair field, I, I, I tend to enjoy that sort of com- competition. I get very turned off by feeling like I need to color outside the lines or do things that, that don't seem right. I think I have a kind of, uh, kind of very kind of childlike moral compass. And so whenever that happens, I just get really turned off. Yeah. Mm. Stefan Lee. Are you competitive, Stefan? I like competition. I don't usually care if I win. Hmm. Um, so, you know, as you know, one of my favorite things in the world is board games. And in like competitive play at those things, I'm mediocre. 
But if a really cool strategy or an idea beats me, that's worth it. Like that's the exciting bit is seeing these things come together uh, to do well. Like, yeah, winning is better than losing, but I, you know, tinkering with the mechanics of systems to, to perform well is uh, more exciting. Mm. So competition as a breeding ground for interesting ideas. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Like I, I spent an entire year in my undergrad losing to the same guy at racquetball three times a week. Um, with no problem, right? That's fine. I don't mind that. Um, but I got better and we learned interesting things. Um, mm -hmm. Felix Hill. Are you competitive, Felix? Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. I, but hopefully not in a... I don't like beating other people. I think I'm competitive with myself. I don't know if that's... Yeah. I, I'm not sure I like... I don't like superiority over other people, but I, um, I, I really do like to, to be my own expectations or something like that. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Your, your, uh, your offhand remark about uh, you'll have plenty to catch up on when you exit the water uh, suggested <laughs> that, that might be the answer. Pushmeet Kohli. Are you competitive, Pushmeet? Um, competitive... Competitive in a different sense, in the sense that, like, when I was a kid, um, uh, so I was a fat kid uh, at school, and uh, uh, but I used to, uh, I love, I used to love sports. I don't know how I was fat. I mean, I used to eat a lot. Uh, maybe that's how I was fat because I used to sort of work out uh, as well. And then they used to have these uh, races at school and. Uh, uh, expectedly, I I wasn't in the top three when when the race would end. So somehow I sort of explained it to myself that um, you don't have to win the game uh, like what the game uh, the game that people have set up. Uh, you can sort of um, uh, create your own game. So I yeah I like to win, but uh, not necessarily in the in the metrics. Or in the games as set by society and uh, or by if somebody sort of sets up a competition and says let's see who wins i'm not very excited um, i do think it's it's uh, it's i do get excited about being the best at something but it's more about sort of defining that thing myself rather than others sort of defining it interesting and that that uh, sounds like a philosophy for life um, more than that particular event about uh, high school racing. <laughs> yeah, see, that's that, but that was the inspiration <laughs> to explain it away. Yeah, Carlos Gestrin. Are you competitive, Carlos? Not particularly. I, I think I've lost enough soccer games growing up uh, that. Uh, you know, I've learned to live with the fact that I'm not going to be at the top of things. And, uh, and so I am, um, I think I'm not particularly competitive. Although, you know, for some things I can get into it. Um, but I don't think I, I, it's a funny thing, but I don't usually, although this is human nature, 
so it's not not that I don't do it, but I don't usually uh, think about my happiness as being relative to others. Um, like, you know, who has more whatever the metric is they would be competitive about. Um, who is got more papers or awards or you know whatever money or or uh, kids or I don't know what the metric is in life, but uh, whatever that is, um, I I don't think about. I think more kind of in an absolute sense than in a relative sense. Hmm. Charles Ispo, are you competitive? I mean. <laughs> Why do you think there's someone better at it than me? Um, <laughs> I I think I don't think of myself as competitive, but I suspect that many many people around me do. So I'm going to say I like to do well, and that probably seems like uh, being competitive. And so I'm willing to accept the label. But you know, for me, it's mostly around: um, Am I doing as well as I think I I can do and need to do? Right, and it's. So it's not about beating someone else. It's about, um, you know, getting to the place where, where you want to be. And so, yes, I'm competitive in that sense, uh, but I don't see it as a zero-sum game. Maybe that's the right way to think about it. Hmm. I might be competing, but there's no zero-sum game that I'm playing. Hmm. Yejin Choi. Are you competitive, Yejin? Um, probably some, and probably I gave up on, I mean, I, I don't really think much of myself on one hand and then on the other hand I want to do as good as maybe I mean I don't want to look like I don't deserve the position that I have so it's like oh I have to at least to meet some particular standard right but um, maybe I mean I want to do well I have yeah. to meet that but yeah. no, I, I'm not, you know, it's like, I, I'm not going to try to win chess game and, you know, like random things, I, I mostly I don't care, so. Hmm. You don't end up getting drawn into a competition about something that you started out not caring about. You are deliberate about, uh, no. about competition. Uh, no, just I don't, I think I just genuinely don't care about a lot of the things in life, hmm. so. I don't mind if other people win so that, you know, it's like, okay, at least um, they will feel good, which is good for me, so. Mm -hmm.